0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 772. Great is the mutual exchange between the soul and God. When the soul leaves its concealment, the senses get a taste of what the soul has delighted in. Although this is also a great grace from God, it is not a purely spiritual one, for in the first moments the senses do not take part. Every grace gives the soul power and strength to act and courage to suffer. The soul knows very well what God is asking of it, and it carries out His holy will despite adversities. Yet the soul cannot proceed on its own in these matters. It must follow the advice of an enlightened confessor, for otherwise it could go astray or gain no profit. O my Jesus, I understand well that just as illness is measured with a thermometer and a high fever tells us of the seriousness of the illness, so also in the spiritual life, suffering is the thermometer which measures the love of God in a soul. My goal is God, and my happiness is in accomplishing His will, and nothing in the world can disturb this happiness for me no power, no force of any kind. The Lord visited my cell today and said to me, My daughter, I will not leave you in this community for much longer. I am telling you this so that you will be more diligent in taking advantage of the graces which I grant you. November 27, 1936. Today I was in heaven, in spirit, and I saw its inconceivable beauties and the happiness that awaits us after death. I saw how all creatures give ceaseless praise and glory to God. I saw how great is happiness in God, which spreads to all creatures, making them happy. And then all the glory and praise which springs from this happiness returns to its source, and they enter into the depths of God, contemplating the inner life of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, whom they will never comprehend or fathom. This source of happiness is unchanging in its essence, but it is always new, gushing forth happiness for all creatures. Now I understand St. Paul who said, Eye has not seen, nor has ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man what God has prepared for those who love him. And God has given me to understand that there is but one thing that is of infinite value in his eyes, and that is love of God, love, love, and once again love. And nothing can compare with a single act of pure love of God. Oh, with what inconceivable favors God gifts a soul that loves him sincerely, O how happy is the soul who already here on earth enjoys his special favors! And of such are the little and humble souls. The sight of this great majesty of God, which I came to understand more profoundly and which is worshipped by the heavenly spirits according to their degree of grace and the hierarchies into which they are divided, did not cause my soul to be stricken with terror or fear. No, no, not at all. My soul was filled with peace and love. And the more I come to know the greatness of God, the more joyful I become that He is as He is. And I rejoice immensely in His greatness and am delighted that I am so little, because since I am little, He carries me "'in his arms and holds me close to his heart. "'Oh my God, how I pity those people "'who do not believe in eternal life. "'How I pray for them that a ray of mercy "'would envelop them too "'and that God would clasp them to his fatherly bosom. O oh love, O oh queen, love knows no fear.' It passes through all the choirs of angels that stand on guard before his throne. It will feel fear no one. It reaches God and is immersed in him as in its sole treasure. The cherubim who guards paradise with flaming sword has no power over it. O oh, pure love of God, how great and unequaled you are. Oh, if souls only knew your power. Faustina writes here that suffering is like the thermometer which measures the love of God in a soul. And our Lord tells Faustina that he will not leave her in her community much longer. She could have thought that the founding of the new congregation was imminent. In fact, this came less than two years before her death. He wants her to take advantage of every grace that he gives her because her time is actually short. And then Faustina writes of having an experience of visiting heaven. She says that God, the source of happiness, is unchanging in his essence, but God is in some ways always new, gushing forth happiness for all creatures. There is a horrible temptation, which is common in popular culture, which goes like this. Heaven will be boring. We'll sit on a cloud with nothing to do but play a harp. Hell will be the place to be where the fun is. Now, this is a horrible lie, and it's not true in the least. Love is ever new. We will spend eternity discovering new things about God. And we will never understand everything. And we will never be bored in heaven. St. Faustina prays for those who don't believe in eternal life. Earthly life is hard enough without faith. With faith, excuse me, without faith, it would be unbearable. So let's pray for the gift of faith for everyone. And finally, she writes, in praise of love, personified like a queen with great power who reaches God easily, because God is love. Let's open our heart to God's love, and let us love Him in return. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast, to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant dot org.